room. That's fine. Let's see. <laughs> hey! Go! Apparently, we're swimming. Yes. That's kind of just what happened. But yes. Okay. Welcome. Hi! Special guest Domino Sugar Dog. <laughs> Sponsored. <laughs> that would be amazing. If, if you guys want to get in touch, that'd be really. Hit us up. Yeah. This is sweetening our We'd bitter. dropping dots in our tea. <laughs> and so, inquiries welcome. I really want like five of them to fall in there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. I know. Hi and welcome. <laughs> My name is Kat. Yes. Thank you we, for putting up with us. It's going to be a good day. We're having a day. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a good day. We're going to talk about some cool shit. Yeah. Pretty soon. Mindfulness part two. So if you haven't checked out mindfulness part one, do it. Hopefully we can link above. We'll see. <laughs> Might happen. We can be tech savvy. Yeah. Yeah. It'll uh, appear somewhere around Somewhere. Here. Yeah. Somewhere Great. on the playlist. Maybe Google it yourself. I don't know. <laughs> One of, them. one of them. One of them. She has over a decade of experience. Cue the um, air horn. Cue the awesome biodegradable mm -hmm. confetti. Mm -hmm. um, and she's been doing this shenanigans and slaying the shit out of it for oh, a long yes. time. Yes. Like a boss. She's like, I like this. You heard it here. Yes. <laughs> this is Laura. 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 You want to introduce myself when you're at it? Yes. <laughs> I want to have to. that feeling too. I'm about to. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy this. So, um, Laura, she's been with us for um, a little over a pregnancy length, a full <laughs> pregnancy length. Um, and she has a, an exercise science, or a bachelor's in exercise science with an emphasis in health and wellness. She recently just got her master's as well um, in integrative wellness coaching. So, we're pretty psyched about that shit. Mm hmm. My diploma's on the way. Listen, who spit on my sheet? <laughs> Homie? Not me. I'm sorry. Did you get excited? I may have. I'm definitely got like more of a dry mouth because of the bitter tea. That's true. You know what I mean? Except for the Domino Sugar helped to sweeten it up. Thank you. Again, inquiries welcome. <laughs> there we go. Now it's clear. I am Alyssa. I have been here for about three years and been training, or about two years, been training for three. And also have a bachelor's in exercise science with an emphasis in corporate wellness. Um, so really, really excited to further my education down the road and look into chiropractics. But today we about to blow some knowledge on y'all and put it in your bucket of wellness. Um, because we're gonna do part two for the mindfulness series. Yes. So, yeah, yes, we have a special guest coming in. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I was really waiting for that awkward pregnancy pause, and I was kind of just going for it. You just have to let it just marinate, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys can't do see some it. Yoga? 
you guys can't see it, but her eyes were like doing a little twitchy thingy while she was yeah. focusing. Oh she God. was really trying to like stay cool. Really trying. Really, really trying. The effort you were really was there. Trying. You were I thought I was falling off. It was really good. It was good. <laughs> I was ninety-five percent sure. Ninety-five percent. Yeah. Wow. Well, we have a special guest because we wanted more information on this mindfulness topic, and one of them actually works with us as uh, one of our yoga instructors. She she blah, 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 she teaches yoga, gentle yoga specifically, Sunday afternoons, um, and she's been with us for a long time, right? Yeah. Oh, this is two years now, I think. Yeah. yeah. She's quite lovely. She's super funny. Um, she, in the daytime, she is a tech person working for guidebook. And then in her other off time, she um, does all different varieties of yoga. Um, but she has been practicing herself for over a decade and she's been teaching it for five years. So we're really excited to get her um, perspective and her own experiences on mindfulness and how she has developed it all over the years and then also how she applies it to her own um, clients just for people in general so really looking forward for this call to this call words are hard um, but yeah stay yeah. tuned yes well Anyways. everyone this is Hannah yes thank you yes <laughs> Hannah's got the whole vibe going um Hannah is one of our instructors here she teaches gentle yoga and she's lovely um oh yeah i forgot she also did puppy yoga like last yes. year that oh, was so much fun amazing i literally cried because they were so <laughs> yeah i wish i would have worked vibing. here no i got hired like a week after and i was like oh. yeah that's <laughs> it was dope it was so dope um so hannah also in the daytime when she slays the world she works for guidebook doing the things it's a mobile app company um and she's been practicing for herself 10 years right and you've been teaching five um but how do you yeah, how that one practice that you do you said it's cripola oh cripalu cripalu um, yeah k k-r-i-p-a-l-u kripalu um but that's just the that's like the style of yoga that I'm trained in really but there's um a kripalu center in Massachusetts um and kripalu means compassion um so that feels like a great jumping off point doesn't it um so (laughs) yeah right um so yeah, so like Kripalu yoga itself is really like all about like finding your own movement and finding what works for your body um, because like we are all different, obviously. Um, and so to be able to approach yoga from a standpoint of like not looking a certain way, but feeling a certain way um, is like really what it's all about. So, um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and like it really I I only found let's see. I found Kripalu. I went to Kripalu right after call right after I graduated college. So many years ago now. Um but but um it sort of suited me cuz I really came from like a meditation mindfulness background and then um wanted to kind of like go to an ashrami sort of thing after college but I ended up at Kripalu which is really like a retreat center um but they had a volunteer program so I like volunteered there for six months and like got to do lots of yoga and 
like kind of worked there. Um, and it kind of opened my eyes to more like what yoga could be. Um, because I was like more used to the like vinyasa or fast paced sort of style of yoga, um, which like I liked and had done a little bit, but like wasn't a passion. Um, yeah. And so Kripalu yoga sort of like melded the meditation stuff and getting to move while meditating. Um, I've, I've heard it described as like, uh, the reason yoga practice is so powerful is because you're doing a sequence of movements that that really help prepare your mind for that that deep meditation so I think that's yeah totally and like when yeah like in I think most of yoga and like I feel like most yoga at least in the west kind of comes from um this like particular oh, like eight part path of yoga, but totally to your point, Kat, like asana, which is the postures comes before breath work. And then right after that is meditation. So yeah, it's like supposed to kind of build to, yeah, like prepare you um, for, yeah, those deeper, deeper practices. So. Yeah, I think a lot of instructors in my experience, which is very limited, it seems like that's such a minor part of the practice. And maybe it's a hard thing to teach that it um, often gets not forgotten, but it's very minimal. Yeah, and that I, yeah, and that's definitely something about for like for the way that I teach, especially because I like did do meditation first it is like, I'm really focused on like bringing that in. And like, as Alyssa and Kat, you've taken classes with me before. It's like, you, yeah, like I'm, um, I, I want it to be like a meditation in motion kind of is what I think about. Um, and, and yeah, and like, there's also benefits to like just the physical practice of yoga, of course. Um, and like, for me, like what I want from it is much more of that, like mindfulness, compassion kind of take as well. So I do what I can. <laughs> That's awesome. I well love said. that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you were just touching on mindfulness and like how you apply it to your stuff. Can you tell us a little bit on how you've applied it to your life? Like, let's say there's a situation where you're going through a rocky patch of whatever is happening. Like, how do you apply that maybe a little bit more into your regular routine to help you overcome the obstacle? Sure. Does that make sense? Of course. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It's like the practice of life, right? <laughs> um, feels like it's a lifelong practice and journey of, learning more about yourself um like as we go and yeah like in terms of just kind of like a more specific example um it what it helped I think for me what mindfulness has helped me do is to find those moments of pause when something is stressful um, so like, instead of totally going away from it and like turning on the TV immediately or like 
whatever my, or like eating, whatever, like my reaction is, there's like, I can find five seconds of, of a pause before I do that. And like, first of all, like, of course that doesn't always happen. Like a lot of times I just turn on the TV or eat or whatever. Um, but like over 10 years of practicing, it's like, I'm a lot more likely to find that pause now. And I'm a lot more likely to be able to take time to like drop in um, to like whatever I'm feeling, sen like sensations wise um, and just like also find that compassion for like, oh yeah, like this, this makes sense to feel this right now, like with with the craziness of the world right now it's like it makes sense to feel overwhelmed and it makes sense to feel grief and it makes sense like whatever makes sense it makes sense to feel angry um and like it doesn't mean that i'm necessarily choosing to like stay in all of those emotions but to even be able to like name them instead of just going to the reaction um is just like not to sound like super cheesy, but like it does feel life-changing in some way um, because it gives you more choice. Hearing you talk about it, mm -hmm. it makes me appreciate that we don't take that moment mm -hmm. and have com just compassion for ourselves in, the, in that it, it's, um, yeah, we, at least for myself, speaking yeah. for myself, I can immediately go to chastising or or not processing and so yeah I can mm -hmm. see how that would be absolutely life-changing yeah. yeah and like and obviously like just as a note like I chastise myself a lot so like I come from that perfectionist mold of like wanting to show up <laughs> Alyssa knows this well I um of like wanting to show up a certain way or like um be a certain way for myself so it's like I can even do the double arrow of like chastising myself for not being compassionate so it's like just a heads up like <laughs> you know how you do one thing is how you do everything so it's like you know we but you know it's um in in the more um in like Buddhism sort of mindfulness um which is like most of um what where I learned or where I started at least. And that's like Tara Brock and um, kind of those people. Um, there's two kind of wings to meditation and one is mindfulness and one is compassion. And like, you really can't have one without the other um, because if you're like just being mindful, that's pretty grueling. Um, and like, if you're just being compassionate, then like your heart's just everywhere and like, there's no boundaries. So like needing, like knowing that both of them are really needed to like feel healthy, feel whole, um, feels important. Absolutely. I could just squeeze the shit out of you. Yeah. You're yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, okay, I have, I can, I could, I feel like I could just talk for hours about this too, which is like good and bad, but um. And like, just as a, there's like so much like mindfulness in general is like such a broad topic. And especially now 
it feels like in the US and like in um, Western culture, there's like so much, there's so much secular versions of mindfulness that like aren't tied toward to whatever Eastern religion they came from. And like, you can argue about that, about like, if that's good or bad, but I'm not going to do that here. Um, but, but like the, the aspect that I kind of wanted to touch on is just that like, it, all of it can be brought into your life, like moment to moment, day to day. And like, one of the things for me that I've done a lot of is, um, is like with communication and like how to be mindful in communication. And the, the book that I've primarily worked with um, is Nonviolent Communication, which I think is Marshall Rosenberg, I think is his name. Um, but there's also like lots of other great like dialogue um, books out there. Um, but to, but that it's a great example of just like how even in a conversation like the way that I'm phrasing an emotion um, is mindfulness and like is practicing mindfulness. Um, and like, I can like, as it, I'm gonna, I'll just do an example, why not? Okay, so like um, in nonviolent communication, the idea is that you um, are like speaking to something that someone did, but kind of like owning it for yourself. So we all sort of know that concept of like, or me, I don't know. I, I feel like I grew up with the concept of like, no one else can like cause your emotions. So like rephrase it or like there's like this way in which I think we've like all, all picked, all like learned that in some capacity. So it's like right now, um, I feel like a little nervous and I can tell because like my belly is like doing kind of this um, and, and like that feels okay right now. And like, that's my experience. And I can, I know one that like, I have support from you three to like have that. And I have compassion for myself. Like, of course I would feel that way right now. Um, and like, that's all like this isn't you know it's always the thing of like none of this is complicated but it's hard to actually do and like give you know um so yep. I don't know yeah I love that yeah, yeah. taking notes over here yep. we'll have to uh, <laughs> add that to our mm-hmm. yep. book yeah. it to our uh little bucket of wellness yeah it's sort of a dorky book but like I love <laughs> it Eight, which yeah. one's that? Dorky's great. Highly encouraged <laughs> dorkiness. Come on now, Hannah. Yeah. Um, True. How have you given advice or maybe like helped clients be more mindful or have mindfulness in their regular daily yeah. life? Yeah. Um, it's like all about practice and all about kindness. And so like when... Um, for clients that I have helped like it's it it's all about consistency and not beating yourself up when it's not when you're not consistent of course but like um it's all about like that trigger and I um like 
okay, when I turn my light on in the morning, I'm going to take a deep breath. When I brush my teeth, I'm not going to try to do something else along with brushing my teeth, which I like total culprit of that. But like, can like, yeah. Yeah, um, like did that just before this call, I think. Um, <laughs> but like, um, but like, and, and so finding the moments for yourself that like you can find a moment and like it doesn't need to be more than a moment um and like that that is I feel like what what helps like what has helped my clients and like what um and you know like longer classes longer meditations like also great and like there's just so there's so much online um, in like, even in terms of like free resources at, on meditation and yoga. And like, those are, I obviously like encourage incorporating them, but like anything can be mindful. You can take a mind, you know, like it, it just, um, and like, will when we, when we do a little bit of a meditation, I'll, I'll like work this in a little bit, but like, it's, you know, all it is, is knowing what's happening right now, instead of like, and like that includes being lost in thought, <laughs> right? And also as like, when you know that you're lost in thought, you're no longer lost in thought, right? So like, it's, yeah, I don't know, like really anything can be. So it's like, I, I meditation and yoga have helped me but like, for instance, like my partner, um, like he doesn't do yoga or meditate and like, it's possible that he's like, it, like he walks a lot and like, that's an experience for him where he can, he like has a lot of mindfulness or like connection to his existence could be like another great way to put it. I just came up with that, but I like that. Oh, I like yeah. And like for some people, like listening to music is like a really powerful like way in. Right. And so it's just like anything. Um, and like to find what matters to you and what gets you into a place where like you can give yourself compassionate space and like to exist. Like, go for it. It makes yeah. it much more accessible, I think. So you don't feel like you have to be into yoga or, or yeah. like deep. It can be more personalized like, to like yeah. how, what makes you feel good. Like I love singing. I, I've sang since I was a little girl. And yeah. every time, like I need time for myself, I'll lock myself up in a room and I just sing. And it just makes me feel like rejuvenated in a way. At least it's not the endorphins. Yeah. Like to, yeah the endorphins kick in and then I find myself just singing for like a whole hour and I'm like Whoo, where awesome. does the time go yeah yeah that's awesome yeah how has that improved your clients quality of life like have they told you about it like how what's been changing to them or what's been happening in their life like do you do they tell yeah you yeah um yeah I, yeah I certainly like have some insight at least um And the way that I feel like is maybe easiest to describe it is just like, there's a little bit more space or like a little more spaciousness. Um, and like, none of this is, ex I mean, 
I think people can have extreme experiences where like something shifts. Um, but for me, like, that's really not the point. Like the point is the lifelong change. Um, and like the con like ever always like changing. Um, and, and yeah, I, I, what I've heard most is just like, oh, okay, I can be with this like a little more or like there's a little bit, I have a little bit more aliveness or a little bit more understanding or like, um, and just to be able to like create a smidgen of space for yourself is like, and that that's, I feel like what I hear is just like, oh, like, and you know, yeah, like a yoga class itself can be restful or like feel really good. Um, or like feel rejuvenating and like that's all like lovely because it gives you that little bit of space like in that drive home from the yoga class or when you're making dinner right after yoga it's like there's just a little bit more brightness yeah. you know a little more ease so. we can all use a little yeah a little bit more, little bit more of that uh now we yeah. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so dope. Oh my gosh. If you're up for it, we would love to have you kind of guide us through a little yeah. Maybe meditation. Oh, definitely. Script. Definitely. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's um, do it. Um, cool. So I, we're all in chairs. Obviously, you can be in any comfortable position that you want um and this will be like yeah five to seven minutes or so for anyone who's wondering um I like to take my glasses off you don't have to I think it's a little softer on my face but and so you might just rock a little bit side to side feeling your sitting bones shifting your weight and letting them then settle and sink into your chair. Sensing the tailbone reaching down into the chair and from that place, letting the spine grow nice and tall, crown reaching toward the ceiling. Eyes can be soft or closed, whatever's more comfortable for you in these moments. Arms are heavy, hands resting in the legs or in the lap, on the legs or in the lap. And taking your attention into the head, aware of the top of the head, the forehead, perhaps all the little muscles around the eyes, sensing how they're moving. Aware of the jaw and cheekbones and sensing into the mouth, the space within the mouth. And then scanning down the body through the neck, 
and shoulders down through the torso and using this time to just become aware of areas of space, areas of tension, areas that feel kind of neutral. And you might sense, you might know that some areas like feel kind of numb, like you don't have a lot of sensation there and then others feel strong. You might feel kind of pins and needles or kind of vibration in the hands. And sensing down through the hips, through the legs and into the feet as well. taking in your whole physical body, all the sensation you're aware of, any areas of numbness. And this is one practice that you can use to just be mindful of the body. Come into a place of relative stillness and just feel the hands, feel the face, feel the feet. You might also take your attention to the breath. And no need to adjust or change the breath, but using these moments as an opportunity to come close to the breath, to connect with the breath, just as it is. Noticing its depth, is it shallow, deep, somewhere in between? Noticing the fullness of the breath, are you taking in a lot of air or a little air? and mindful of the texture of the breath, rough, smooth, again, somewhere in between. And sensing all of this with a kind, open heart. Resting with this breath, this pattern and how it changes. Allowing the breath to be in the foreground of your attention and body sensations to be in the background. 
And as you notice a concentration of mental energy in a story or a thought or a particular sensation in the body if you're having a pain or something. For a few moments, take your attention there to that story, to the strong sensation. Letting yourself feel what it's like to be with this thought, this sensation from a place of mindfulness, of connection. Noticing how it shifts. And then really slowly expanding your attention again to include that story, that strong sensation, and also include the rest of the body and the breath. Knowing that oscillations are completely natural. And this practice is learning to be with those oscillations more and more. You might deepen the breath a little bit as you're ready. And if the eyes are closed, they can gently flutter open, taking in the light around you. And thank you. A little guided meditation for you. What did you say, Kat? Mumbling. The, the energy here is very different. She said. Oh. Like my soul left my body and went to a much better place. <laughs> you're, you're, like, like, you're just like. I kept. Not falling and I had asleep, to like, but like my body was so relaxed it like that I, I was. Yeah, like I felt like I was in like a whole different. That was so nice. Dimension Hannah, or world. Uh, I don't even know are you what sure just you happened. Don't have like powers. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. I promise. And like, by the way, sleepiness is very normal, especially like when you start meditating. So if anyone like who does watch this, if you like start, just know that that's like real normal. And especially like we're all exhausted <laughs> right now. So like, you'll probably be sleep. So relaxing. Yeah. Thank that was you so much. Of course. So happy to do it. Love it. Like all my anxiety. It's like, just like having a moment. Like, like, yeah. Oh, no, it was powerful. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> and this was just like, oh. it's like I saw all the anxiety quite literally. Like, <laughs> yeah. Lovely. I do have, I think, two or three guided meditations on my YouTube channel, if anyone. Awesome. Like, that are only 10 minutes. So they're like a decent short length. 
where can we find you so that anyone watching can find the yeah if you if you just search youtube hannah baumgartner um which i don't know that you want me to spell out right now i mean you know how to spell it but we'll um add you in the description box too hopefully yeah um and if that if you're having trouble finding it that way if you just add yoga or meditation to the search you'll find it um but i think there's like three yoga classes and two meditations or something so some resources from me but like i said there's lots more did you find it Alyssa? yes yes you did (laughs) uh, googling yeah because otherwise i'm subscribed yeah already oh yeah thank you oh my gosh thank you ladies so much it was lovely i appreciate you you having me oh yeah sure we can say yeah i don't i don't think we planned it Mm -hmm. no we're all relaxed (laughs) thank you guys for joining us today um our next episode is about um cosmetics and makeup toxicity Mm -hmm. so check that out next week really excited. Um, thank you hannah for joining yes. us today thank you and we'll see everyone next time next time peace out guys bye, bye. oh i did i forgot to have my tea that's okay drinking out of a glass is great <laughs>